Welcome to the Polyhedral Pub. Raise a glass and roll some dice. This is our 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, taking place in the Dragonlance campaign setting. Episode 6, Refuge in Calaman. Fighting their way out of the burning village of Ogler, the party managed to narrowly escape the Red Dragon Army's advances. On the Vingard River, they find welcome respite as they, along with Vogler's fleeing citizens, sail east to the great walled city of Calaman. Here they hope to not only find safety for the hundreds of displaced villagers, but Salomnia and all of its allies must be warned of what approaches. By dawn the next day, uh, you're the last boat in the line of boats. You can see that the, uh, the boats ahead of you have pulled off the river onto the shore. <laughs> And ahead of you, you can see uh, the walled city of Calaman rises in the distance, spreading across the southern shore of a wide bay. Ships sail to and from the city's walled harbor, their courses lit by a pair of towering beacons. On the shore ahead, where the Vingard River meets Calaman Bay, dozens of survivors from Vogler have pulled their mismatched boats ashore and begun making camp. They're, everyone's getting off, dragging all their shit off, trying to get fires going to get warm. You know, like you hear shouts in the distance, like, Jimmy, where's little Jimmy? Oh, the, God, don't run away from me, son. Like families reuniting, just chaos. The fact that it was described as dozens is not very encouraging. <laughs> Considering it was like 400 people live in Vogler or something like that. Oh, yeah, you figure that most of the people got out. You just, it's just the boats, a lot of boats are already on the shore. So you see more just kind of pulling oh. up and whatnot. I think yeah, only dozens of people survived. <laughs> no, no, you, you figure you, a lot of people got out ahead of you. The only there was probably you know some deaths as everyone scrambled oh, yeah. to get to the boats to begin with, but for the most part, a lot of people got out. Uh, in part due to you know what you guys did. Um, yeah. let me. Uh, I did not make a map. That's fine. I'm putting on the world map. On the world map. Where's the world map? Where is the map? Where is the map? Where's the map? Where's the map? The Calaman region and the northern ways. Oh, yeah, I gained nine hit points from that. Let me see Well, you guys are somewhere down here. Um, not where I wanted to put it. Thank you, token. Um. That's the best party token right there. That's so good. Ah. The first of uh, 28 million notifications. Thank you to everything. Again, thank you everything you're seeing on my stream here. Thanks to my wife, Tiffany. Beautiful. Uh, I can't do that shit. I can just tell the stupid story. <laughs> uh, Ep epic story, not stupid story. Epic story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's telling a story about us. I don't. Epic might be kind of a <laughs> big stretch. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you guys kind of pull your own boat up, uh, you see ahead of you, uh, one boat is kind of looks like, looks like there's like a handful of younger people on this boat, young adults and kids, and they seem to be having a really hard time steering their boat. They're probably about 20 feet away from shore, and they keep drifting in the direction of the open Calaman Bay. I nudge Harambe and like, toss, toss those pull individuals a rope. 
Yeah, let's, I'll, uh, I'll let's toss, help pull them back. I'll, I'll eat a rope their way, absolutely. Uh, they're a little far for that. Harambe will how far jump in the water to swim after him. Like you can we, can, we can row the boat. We, oh yeah, we can row the boat. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good idea. Harambe stops, starts rowing. Krillin, you got good ideas. He starts he's rowing really like fast. Halfway in the water. <laughs> he's like on one leg in. Going, oh. Uh, yeah, Krillin grabs him by the shoulder. Like, no, no, no. We, we we can row the boat, friend. Right. One okay. quick question before we. Uh... So. We got a long rest on the ride here. Yeah, on the way we'll down the on the on the way down the river, it takes you like all of the night, so you can use that opportunity to rest. Okay, I am going to. So what, like thirty miles away or something like that? Something like that. Twenty-four miles, as the crow flies. I'm going to wild shape into. A boat. <laughs> a boat. No, um, I was I was thinking more like a shark. Oh yeah, that helps. There's a boat with teeth, so. Or or a dolphin. I can do a dolphin too. <laughs> dolphin seems. A little you know bizarre. what? We'll we'll do a dolphin because it's less scary. <sighs> As he just kind of like slithers into like the water off the boat as a dolphin, I toss a rope into his mouth. Yes. And give the other end of it to Harambe, and then Spencer yep. goes and sits back down, back to writing his book. Like yeah. the the Harambe braces and takes the ready position with the rope, looks at Sir Xander and goes, "Help me, Sir Xander." Krellin, I'll try and where help you, you the boat. Where are you swimming to then? I'm going to swim up to the boat with the rope in my mouth. Okay, and and go whatever a dolphin makes. I was I wasn't gonna make a dolphin noise. Come on, someone clip that shit though. <laughs> uh, that was a really good dolphin noise. <laughs> that was that was really that, good. That was a really good one actually. Someone's got wow. practice. That's me. <laughs> I know. Nice shallow is your tone of voice. He's just opening like, his throat. That's not even. That's not even Dorveril. That's fucking Harambe back on the back on the boat. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna make an animal noise. Okay? He's, telling, he's, trying he's to, telling you what to say. He's, he's trying, trying to crawl out to him. Yeah. He's like, he's a dolphin. He's calling out to him. <laughs> so, some of the young, some of the young people on the boat see this dolphin with a rope, and they're like, oh, oh, and they see your boat. You know, a little bit ways back, and they reach out and grab the rope. I'm like, oh, oh, what now? Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hey, hold, hold on. on. And I, I also help pushing the boat with my, with my nose. You go on the other end and start nudging um, it. Yeah. Part of me wants to just, just to say it, make a nudge check. There's no <laughs> nudge check. I just like saying stupid shit. Uh, okay. You guys start, uh, like, reeling in the other boat? Yep. Yes. Uh, so they get, like, right up against you, and as you see it, yeah, it's full of, like, like, 20-year-olds and, and younger. They they have no clue what they're doing. It's a miracle they've made it this far down. They could probably steer it on the water, but then trying to, like, actually navigate up, like, and get off, they're, they can't do it. Please, please help. Please help. I'm so... So very tired. 
Stay calm. Sit in the boat. We will tie you to us. Don't Do worry. not worry, Vogler Zoomers. We will make sure you get to shore okay. <laughs> wow. wow. They deserve it. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to actually stay... I'm going to stay in the water in case one of the kids decides to stand up and fall out of the boat. <laughs> yeah, they're all pretty uh, pretty tired. A bunch of them are still sleeping. Um, yeah, you could get to shore, disembark, help this boat disembark. Like, oh, thank you. They just, like, get off. You see, there's just like, this handful of, like, weary 20-year-olds and children and whatnot. Thank you. Thank you so much. They kind of start walking over to the bigger congregation uh, of of people who are, uh, you know, kind of setting up their makeshift camp at the moment. Um, you already gave Derek his armor. Be kind of silly to I... give him the armor now, <laughs> right? Yeah. What would be the point of that? Uh, the adventure's like this good is job. a good point to give the armor. Like, who hasn't already hiding. given the armor? Like. <laughs> Who, who hasn't done that? People hey. who are waiting to see if he survives the adventure so they can steal the armor. <laughs> exactly. Much. I would look spectacular in that armor, I'm just saying. Romulus would not have given that kid the armor. Fuck no. Romulus is wearing that shit. My old Oathbreaker Paladin's wearing that plate. <laughs> uh, so, you got the mayor with you as well. Uh, she's just like basically unconscious you know she's exhausted oh. uh can't really walk say, or she do anything rested i was gonna say is she rested enough to at least be it's mobile a, or yeah, no, if, if you if you stir her awake she's basically immobile she's incapacitated okay. uh, remember she told you it would, it would be a couple of days before she uh, could potentially regain right. her faculties it was very draining on her to give six people the benefit of a long rest seven people technically seven people dare it yep is everyone is everyone okay she seems almost like delirious almost like loopy like she doesn't really know what's going on but still has that duty to her people to ask about them <laughs> is everyone okay it appears so that's a good title for a book oh god um, there's a, there's a <laughs> meme of that somewhere <laughs> it's by preparing oh. it's as, well, as well as we can but you know it appears most, if not all, have reached the shore. They rest now. Thank you so much. It's just like in and out of consciousness almost. Her eyes are wide open for a second. And then they just kind of slowly like flutter closed. Her head dips a little bit. And she just passes right the fuck out. Since we were the last ship to leave, did we see any signs of pursuit? Because I imagine no. we would have been keeping an yeah, eye for yeah. that, like for the first... Oh yeah, yeah. Something. You, you uh, the little bit of flavor text was you kind of watched them just basically ransacking the town, okay. burning it, looting it. Yeah, no, no pursuit follows. You, okay. uh, you took pretty much all the floatable boats that you guys could come up with to get the townspeople out. I mean, they could have boats. Who's to say they don't? But uh, no pursuit followed. Yeah, imagine the first couple of hours probably were very tense. You know, watching behind you, seeing if just like a torchlight or winged reptilian creatures were following you. Uh, nothing happened. No, nothing. None. Uh, probably not, probably not uh, worth it to them. No. 
Derek. little bit off the beaten path, I'm gonna turn back into a human. Start swimming out of the water. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, no, he's a human now. <laughs> An elf, half elf. God, hopefully he's closed. And uh, I'll, I'll jump back onto the boat. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't like... want to stir any suspicions from any townspeople or anything. Oh, yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, do, I, do I see a way into town from like out here? Or do I just uh, see giant walls? I can see it's about it's about two miles. You, you can see you're kind of just off like the road almost. There's a road, you know, a couple hundred meters, yeah. say maybe to the west there. And you're about two miles from the entrance to the door. Uh, is everyone giving me some perception checks as you guys are kind of trying to get your bearings here? Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Cow. I'm not looking. <laughs> <laughs> there's always got to be one. Hey, Sandra, there's only for... so much streamer pedal I can pump for you. Spencer is looking for a place to have a coffee and some breakfast. <laughs> so. I see nothing. Uh, yeah, so Spencer. Yes, they are, babe. Uh, so Spencer, especially, uh, kind of looks around the crowd trying to take in the, the surroundings of what's going on. And... Um, Scanning the populace to see that they're while you got, you know, everyone out, presumably, there's a couple of people that are specifically missing. You do not see Lord Bakaris and his son, Bakaris the Younger. Thank goodness. Oh, you mean the douchebags that we don't talk yeah. about? Well, I mean, obviously there's who who cares? They can take care of themselves as they say. Can I ask a couple of people just like, has anyone gone on ahead to Calaman yet? And, or has everyone... Like, does anybody know if anyone has broken off and gone ahead? Or if this is, like, the whole group still sitting at the beach? Sure, so you ask whoever. <clears throat> X number of Vogler villagers. Yeah. Uh, and a couple of them are, like, really shaken. They'll kind of turn to look at you and just be like... There was... There were the Lord Bakaris and his, his son, they... They docked, they got on shore, and immediately went to the city. It's been it's been hours, I think. Mm. Spencer looks slightly dejected, like they did not perish in that spot. What a shame. <laughs> anyone, do we notice anyone else missing, or just those two? Uh, of notable people, you could see like people you've met, like Jimothy. And Yalme, the uh, the barkeep from Brass Crab, uh, you can see familiar a lot of familiar faces. Uh, you can tell that of like the four hundred people, there might have been. Uh, I'm gonna roll a dice. There might have been six or seven deaths. Like it looks like, pretty much everybody got out. You know that one guy died in the fight, <clears throat> but you guys did. Uh, you guys we did a lot of work going around and you know making sure everyone was aware of what was happening. Yeah. Getting people to the docks in order to get them out. Early warning. So, yeah, you know, the good guys should a... get inspiration for that. We did good. There's six of you. Shut up. <laughs> Spencer, Spencer, after kind of surveying the crowd, should be like, I suppose a moment of silence for poor Cudgel and Becklin is in order. I agree. Without their sacrifice, we may not have gotten everybody out so, so handily. 
everyone bows their head just a little bit. Why was that play? <laughs> Sorry, sometimes sometimes when I'm feeling down, I play my little tiny piano I carry with me. <laughs> you say you have a tiny pianist? No. Oh piano. my god. Oh. It would make sense why all his uh, writings you know make up for that. Maybe he's oh. compensating. No, no, no. See, he is the tiny pianist on the tiny piano. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, that that would make him a pianist that is way too big for that tiny piano. <laughs> Doesn't work. Play with your pinky. Got to get up pretty early in the morning to get one over on Spencer St. Clair. <laughs> well, uh, best go check with the city then. Um, yeah. See if we can't get some aid. There's bound to be knights in uh, in Calaman. Sir, uh, Sir Harambe and I could see if we can't secure some aid. Brother Callum, yeah. perhaps you should come with. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know this city quite well. I watering holes. I, I know of more, uh, at least one or two good places to have a hearty breakfast. If Very we're well, going to separate, where do we uh, want to meet back up? Or if we could just all go together if we all have an yeah. interest to, okay. to be okay. here. Yeah, yeah. Um, notify the uh, powers that be. Let them know that the people of Vogler are out here and needing refuge. Yes, I do not uh, do not trust that the uh, that the rotund lord has uh, done so in uh, in our absence. At least not in the favor of all these good citizens. We would have to remember the other citizens. Hmm. But we best make haste. I fear, uh, while we gave them the, the slip at Vogler, we, uh, we may want to get Calaman's defenses up and running. As you guys yes. are kind of doing your prep and whatnot, what, what you're going to do, you see that Derrett separates himself from the mayor, and he comes walking over to you. It's like, Prince of Becklin, the mayor has tasked me with going to the city. I hope you will accompany me. I am to, I am to, with your aid, hopefully, uh, yes, seek refuge, aid, help, whatever the city of Calaman is willing to give. We are, we have nothing. I have, yes. I have her authority in this, and if you agree, that authority will transfer to you to make decisions on the benefits of the people of Vogler. I'm sure, sure we would not abandon the people of Vogler so, so readily. <laughs> you thought you would say heart. that. Yeah. She's very appreciative of all that you have done. Most of us, I fear, would be dead if it weren't for you. I fear, I, I don't think I want to call you friends of Becklin anymore. I think I'd like to call you my friends. <laughs> Just about to say. I hug her. Oh, oh John. Okay, we're hugging friends. And he awkwardly, <laughs> like, hugs you. I'll get used to this. It's, it's fine. Physical touch, on one of my, physical touch isn't one of my things. And he looks at Spencer, like, side-eyeing, like... <laughs> I'm afraid I can't help you with this one, my young friend. And I, and I pat him on the shoulder, and I continue walking up to the, up to the town. Very well. Then let 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 us depart together. You start yeah. cracking out, out of the city, out uh, of this encampment of all these group of people. Um, you see, everyone's kind of you know, very disheveled, looking scared. 
terrified, probably, even. Uh, everything they know, everything they've ever known, owned, anything like that, it's all gone. Uh, so you make your approach towards the city. You see the statues of titanic soldiers line Calaman's mighty walls. These ancient stone knights stare into the distance, daring invaders to dash themselves against defenses that withstood even the cataclysm. A disorganized neighborhood of tents and ramshackle structures lines the road to the city's nearest gate, where soldiers in blue and yellow uniform seem to be questioning several people trying to gain access to the city. Uh, where's my Calaman map? Where's my Calaman map? There's my Calaman map. Boop. Where's our awesome party token? Uh, that's, uh, not wrong. I'm so Durr. glad we made it safely here to the city of Baldur's Gate. I mean, Calaman. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer, uh, Spencer Dimension Hops, it seems. Uh, see, I've seen see. many a large city, and sometimes you get them all confused. <laughs> uh, so Especially when they have so many similarities, <laughs> right? It looks shockingly like Baldur's Gate. It's ridiculous. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. Wizards, do your thing. Um, <laughs> you see, it's like a bunch of merchants and you know people walking through the doors, and they're being asked questions by the guards at the gate. Uh, as you make your approach, you're stopped by, there seems to be like four guards, two on each side of the gate, kind of, alright, state your business, what do you want in Calaman? My good sir, we are looking to get some respite after a long day at sea, and we are also seeking to get aid for the people of the village of Ogla, who have had to flee their town from an encroaching evil army. That's, uh, army, you say? Oh, they kind yes. of look at each other like, hmm. People, okay, okay, so you want to go to the castle then? People of Vogler, you say? That place yes. up north? We we are um, envoys of the mayor herself of Vogler. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, he kind of points uh, into the city proper. Uh, and he says, well, you'll be wanting to go, wanting to go over to Castle Calaman there, way in the middle of the city. What that, a name. Right? <laughs> I mean, what, else, <laughs> what else would it be? <laughs> so yeah, you'll be wanting to go there. You'll be wanting to see the governor, maybe the council even. Uh, good luck, I guess. Thank you very much. What, ha what happened? What happened to Vogler? It's what happened to the people? It's a been gigantic army came in, ransacked the town. We got everyone out and floated them downriver here to Calaman to, in search of safety. He's like, really? Yeah. yeah. And we must warn them that this army may be making its way further south. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's definitely a thing you should do. You should, yeah, you should make right for the castle. Right. Uh, Thank as you. We're, as, as we're walking by, uh, past, Harambe will put his hand uh, in, in a polite way, not an aggressive way, on the guard and be like, you tell everybody, spread the rumor, everyone needs to prepare, there's very, very bad things coming. 
kind of whispers it just so the guard can know because you know they're, they're gonna it's like, oh god what i what i remember the the name of the tavern or one of the the taverns that i've stayed at previously in this city uh well most certainly you would almost certainly remember the steady the steady beacon steady beacon having you know potentially been here on book tours and whatnot i believe callum said as he entered as yeah. well is quite familiar with this city Callum's going to take a minute before entering the city as he hasn't been here in a long time and just kind of take a deep breath as he steps past the gates. I just asked one of the other guards to go by. Like, the Steady Beacon, do they still have the all-you-can-eat breakfast special? It's, it's not what it was, but yeah, it's still there. Quality's gone a little down. Eggs taste a little rubbery. Well, <laughs> but still the best be, thing you can get for five copper. That's to be expected. Thank you, my good man. All you can eat, Spencer. I I'd be down for that too. Sounds very very good. Mm. Callum, you you seem to have taken a moment to re regain your senses. <clears throat> Is there something about this city that bothers you? Mm. It's been time since I've been here. Five years. Oh, it's just weird coming back after all this time. Are you from here? I happen to be, once upon a time. Enough to be recognized? Some could say so. Doesn't seem like it. the reception may be positive. Is there <clears throat> anything we should be aware of? Any, any danger to you, potentially? No, there shouldn't be any trouble from my end of things. No. Onward, friends. You get used to being recognized after a while. <laughs> I've been recognized my whole life. I would know. Well, on to Castle Calaman. Uh, I'm with haste. I, I'm very new to these parts up here. I'm from down south, so we don't get oh, traveling yeah. much. Have you have you not been to a big city, Doraville? What are, what are, what are uh, the settlements like down? Absolutely not. My settlement is my south two bedroom shack. That's that's my settlement. Ah. But home, home a home is a home. That does sound like it is missing at least three too few tablets. <laughs> Come, friends. We should uh, make haste. I was distracted by the view. Uh, I should turn around and look at the screen. Not what's uh, behind me. Uh, there. So you work your way through the city. Even if the imposing castle Calaman uh, didn't stand atop gigantic hundred-foot cliffs, it would still tower over every other structure in the city. The path to it rises up the cliffside, overlooked by gigantic statues, matching those that line the city's walls. At the path's end, guards stand before an open gate. So you can make your way through the city. <laughs> Excuse me. Yep. Gigantic cough. Yeah, somewhere fucking right in front of Yeah, us. maybe somewhere over there. Path, path up. That makes sense. Uh, so again, you see a couple of handful of guards standing outside the gate. You make your approach. Uh, these look to be guards of a more serious nature. What's your business within the castle guards' grounds? 
envoys of Vogler. We we have been set forth by the mayor. Uh, Vogler has been overrun by a giant army. Its people flushed out into the outskirts of the city of Calaman, and we are seeking aid and to also warn the people inside of common danger. You see the guards again, like, not as openly look at each other, but they're, like, side-eyeing each other, like, we have heard of threats outside the walls of Calaman. Please, make your way to the council chambers. Uh... Steve will guide you there. <laughs> Steve. Guard with his Steve. sword and shield stands, like does his little stomp on the ground. He's like, yes, I am Steve. Please come with me. <laughs> Steve sounds like Sean Connery a little bit. He, he, he starts walking through the castle grounds. <laughs> I love it. He leads you through the through the, council, Steve, through the castle. What, what can you tell us about the council? The castle? <laughs> yeah. I have a thing for that. It's called the Calaman Gazetteer. It tells me all the stuff about the stuff in the shitty. Yeah. Uh, where's the fucking castle? I'd like a full tour. To see if he recognizes um... Steve from one of his previous. He says, yes, the castle is, is a very important building of Calaman. It, it stands atop these rugged cliffs, visible from anywhere within the shitty. We could see everything. Shitty? The city's governor also Shitty. dwells within the castle. The <laughs> ruling council holds its meetings here. Castle Calaman also serves as the headquarters of our military. Our barracks here can house hundreds of troops. Uh, are there any are there any knights present? Mm, we cannot always rely on the knights of Shalomnia. None are currently presently here. That's why our military is so big. I see. Knights are an unreliable source of protection. We cannot always depend on them. The Harambe gets well, really defensive in his body language. Xander put, puts a hand on, on Harambe. Well, if it's any consolation, you at least have two more than usual. Harambe's guard lifts down, but it's still just side-eyeing, but it looks calmer. You make your way Spencer, up. Spencer claps Derrett on the back and says, Perhaps, gentlemen, you mean three. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that's something I'll have to speak with Sir Harambe about in later, but yes. You make your way. The guard leads you, Steve, leads you up through the castle. <clears throat> As you cross uh, Castle Calaman's paved courtyard, you see a familiar, fink, a familiar figure intercepts you with an arrogant smile. It is young Bacarus. Bacarus <sighs> the Younger. AKA Malfoy. Make sure yeah. my map's do, in order. Do we all just shoulder our way past him and ignore him? Oh, God. I, I would like to just shoulder my way past him and ignore him. Oh no, everyone in the room disappeared. Everyone in the room disappears. <laughs> I, I forgot they were on that layer. It's not like I can see them in 30 <laughs> seconds. That's fine. Yep. Uh, what uh, teleportation spell is this? It's, it's very high magic, Steve says. Um. Oh, he sees you approaching with Steve the guard and Derek. He says, ah, the fish folk have arrived. Don't worry. My father has matters well in hand. They'll be sure to send for you and the rest of the other 
fishy folk once we've determined what's best for at, them. At what point during his speech do we shoulder past him and ignore him? Uh, I very much want to do that. Immediately. Just just keep <laughs> walking, and as he's giving us that little blurb, we'll just, in one at a time, just shoulder into him. One at a time. Yeah. Like, he's like, from us. the right, from the left, from the right, from the left, and we just keep going and ignore everything. He's like, saying. my father has matches well in hand, I assure you. Make me rewrite the whole fucking speech. We'll be, uh, we'll be sure to send for you. Ow! Stop that! You stepped on, you scuffed my boot. We'll be sure to send for you with the rest of the fish folk. He's getting out of the way of some big fucking paladin coming by him. When, once we've determined what's best for them. Sir Xander is the last to pass and he'll, he'll put his hand on the boy's shoulder and be like, you realize that having lived among said fish folk, you are also one of them, yes? Remember your Ooh. remember that boy. Remember your roots, child. Remember your <laughs> place. Yeah. Our home, not naturally, anyways. <laughs> Spits on the ground. He's like, Ugh, disgusting fish folk. He walks I, off. I I turn to Steve, and I ask him, like, Steve, if I if I may ask, is it like a cardinal sin for someone to spit on the hallowed halls of Castle Calaman? Yeah, perhaps a night in the in the city jail might learn that boy a few valuable lessons. <laughs> Look, it's Steve. Hey, Steve. <laughs> hey, ah, nice, Steve. Nicely I'm, I'm yeah, hoping that once that kid spits on the ground, the guards can that. just swarm him. <laughs> it's one of the ones where it just said Calaman soldier. I was like, you stupid nice. game. Uh, so he's like, it's definitely frowned upon. I will, we will remember this. This insult will not stand. Says the council chamber is ahead of you. And he goes and he knocks on the door. And he opens it. Oh, look, all these people who were once visible are now visible again. <laughs> well, now the door's open. Now the door's open. I didn't it's want to draw all the dynamic lighting. <laughs> kind of unusual to have a ten-sided castle tower, but that is fine. <laughs> so the door opens and you see... Uh, one, two, three, four. Okay, that's right. Uh, I did make the appropriate number of people. Eight serious-looking people sit around a broad table in the middle of a spacious hall. At the table's end, a tall man with dark hair and robes of blue and yellow stands to greet you. Welcome, guests. I am Governor Kaloff Miat. Your what? leader here has briefed us on the situation in Vogler his bold defense, and his eagerness to strike back against these invaders. As he says this, he turns to see the man across the table from him. And of course you see it's Lord Bacarus, uh, who glares at your intrusion. He says, Can tell I... us, the governor says, are your people still preparing to retake the city? Is battle still your course of action? Spencer would step forward and is like, my dear, you see, uh, not he's governor? He's Governor Kaloff Miet. Spell that one, fuckers. And Meat. His last name is Meat, except with an apostrophe in the middle of it. That's good enough. I had to make him, too. I spent an afternoon making tokens. Uh, so Spencer would step forward and say, like, My dear Governor, I can assure you that this man does not represent the, the people and thoughts of voters. Don't be lies. Uh, I'm going to make a persuasion check. Versus this fat fuck. Bard's gonna bard. Oh, oh, oh it had to happen sooner or later. I rolled a ten. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, that's not good. Okay. So he's like, filthy oh. lies. I am envoy. The, ma the mayor is incapacitated, cannot handle the duties of the city. It is because of her lack of, of forethought that we are in this situation to begin with. It is because of her, her words and our actions that, our, that your people have currently been ferried across the river. My idea. You, you remember it. Splendid. You remember what I told you to go forth and chase after those who invaded our city? I slam my fist on the table. I just watched your town be raised, noble. I will not sit here and listen to you spout nonsense from a coward who ran. Make can I make an, an intimidation, intimidation check? Intimidation check, yes, sir. Can I, can I aid him? <laughs> you stare at Robbie's behind him. <laughs> uh, so his bluff is... Not as good as your intimidation. Plus five uh, on intimidate. Uh, so he's like, he seems to be cowering like she, like someone who's been caught in a lie for a second. He's like, it's, it's no, it's okay. It's, it's her fault. It's the mayor's fault we're in this situation. The town is gone because of her, and it's her lack of will to act that has caused this situation. It was I. Her. I pull out oh. and slam down the fucking uh, the charm. Of Takesis on the table, and it's like, and I said, "This is what took the the village of Voglo." You see the 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 woman next to the governor, uh, who looks like this. Uh, she's oh. pretty. He also got uh, really nice armor. She is very ornately armored. Uh, she slams her fist down. She's like, "Silence! What is that?" Point to the sigil of the thing that you just pr produced, Spencer. Uh, Spencer would tell her, Vogler was taken by the Red Dragon Army. He looks like daggers across the table. You didn't mention anything about Red Dragon in the army that took your city. And Bakars is like, oh, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't figure it was, uh, it was an army. What does it matter who they are? He he's not smart That's enough to be able because... to spell a word larger than like three or four letters. So dragon was way too many letters for him to remember. <laughs> can, um, that, that's also can... because he wasn't there when uh, we helped rescue the found citizens, the army. That's right. Yes, can, we can... have a young squire, a young knight to be in our in our care, who is the actual uh, envoy of the, the mayor of Vogler. Yep. We... If I may, it was uh, the Knight Becklin who stayed behind with some of her men to help hold off the army as long as they could to allow us to get as many citizens out of the village as we could. She is currently presumed dead, because we do not know if she survived, but I doubt many did, considering the viciousness of that army so you see this this very fortified strong looking woman uh she says my name is oh i just scrolled past it what a bitch marshall so-and-so marshall so-and-so marshall so-and-so marshall uh s-o s-o uh my S -O -S -O name is Marshal Nestra Vendry, because I couldn't remember her last name. 
Marshal Nestra Vendry, that I command this city's military. And if what you say is true, and there's an army of red dragons, did you say? They call strong. themselves the Red Dragon Army, but they are manned oh, by, a, uh, by a large number of draconian man-monstrosity things. That, that Excuse are, me? Yeah, My... they're quite hideous. and They they're worship Tekesis, the Dragon Queen. Uh-huh. See, the governor is like... <gasps> Like visibly shook, like he is like, he's like the no the most noble noble you could ever see. He's got very elegant. Look at his hair. Look at his hair and that beard. Look how elegant this motherfucker is. Uh -huh. He is shook by what you've just said. <gasps> like lizard people. Is, is that what you're saying? Yes. Lizard people. Very much Correct. so. They're like half pot man, pot dragon, all ugly. I can assure you of that. And very dangerous. He's like shook. He's like, uh, Marshall, what, what does this mean? And she's like, oh, we, we will have to, we will have to have meetings and talk about this. This is, this is serious. Well, uh, this information is very valuable. Thank you for bringing it to us. May I ask one more thing before you uh, hasten to ready your plans? Uh, the people of Vogler are two miles up the road on the shore. They've had a very trying, very exhausting journey down the river. Uh, would, would you be able to send them aid to help perhaps bring them into the city where they can find shelter and, and food and sustenance? They literally have the clothes on the back. I'm, I'm Not... sure our rotund friend here has made no ploy to, to help his people, but that is why we are here, to make sure that they are safe and well cared for. You see that the the marshal and the, the governor kind of like, like they're almost like silently communicating when they look at each other. They're just like staring at each other, like with like blank expressions on their faces, like... This is a lot to take in. The governor, interesting. The governor frowns. He's like, "This is this is all very dire news," and my heart goes out to your friends and families. I hope you can understand our reticence and welcome you all to our city's gates, though. This is a highly unprecedented, and these aren't exactly normal times. And the marshal to persuade him into helping these people. I'm not directly, not directly opposed to it. Um, but it's just, it's a, it's a, something we'll have to just, just, you gotta give me a minute here. The beacons uh, are lit. Condor calls for aid. We do, yes. My worry is no. that if this large host does have their sights set on the city of Calaman, they would be far safer inside your mighty walls than they would outside. You're not if wrong. Outside them, they would not last a moment. The marshal starts, <clears throat> she's, pacing back and forth a little bit, and she says, Yes, your situation is far from unique, I'm afraid. Uh, there have been several small villages and farms to the south and east of Calaman that have been burned in the recent weeks. Their populace destroyed. All buildings turned to ash. Your Vogler seems to be the largest community to be attacked, and the only one that seems to have any number of measurable survivors. We've lost several patrols of soldiers to the east and south. Armored soldiers, good men. We found yeah. some of them cut down 
in some case with claws, claw-like gashes in their armor. Yes, what I you... believe we, we did find one of your such patrols that were cut down by some of these lizard folks on our way to Vogler. Hmm, perhaps. A couple of days ago. This is what you and the Lord Bakaris here have provided. Is the clearest information of any sort of the enemy that we may be facing. Please. She turns to the marshal, or sorry, the governor. Um, and the governor, like, they nod in unison together, and the, mar the governor's like, if you wouldn't mind giving us but a few moments to discuss, and he's like pointing towards the door, uh, kindly wait outside. We will bring you back in shortly. Tell can you what bring, the... Can, can we bring the rat with us? And I point to, um, you know, the douchebag. Oh, Spencer just gives like a very polite man. Steps yeah. up. Yeah, Brelin nods continues on his way out. Bakaros is like, I represent this city. I am the yes. finest stature of nobility we have in this town of fishers. And the governor, like, seems to acknowledge his nobility. He's still very finely dressed, if not, uh, you know, a little disheveled from the experience. But, uh, just the good lord Bakaros, his, his opinion will be needed. Please. And he gestures again with the door. Harambe pouts out. Derek. Saunters uh, out, of course. Well, I would. Spencer would kind of poke his head back around the corner. And was like, well, um, if I may, then, if you are leaving him here, perhaps the true representative of the mayor of Vogler should also be present. Our young Derrett here. He's like, oh, me? Uh, uh, stand, stand up straight, my boy, like a knight. God damn. Uh, he, uh, he does. He stands immediately, stock up straight. He's like, "Yes, that is what, that is what the mayor asked me to do. She asked me specifically to represent the people of Vogler." And he storms into the room. Can I make uh, a persuasion before... check for that to see if I can convince them to let Derrett stay? Sounds like a very persuadey right. thing. Yeah, to go ask. ahead. Sure. Go ahead. God, I can't roll for shit. I'm uh, so the governor. Uh, I rolled rolled the dice to see what the governor would think. He got an 11. Uh, he's, this child speaks for Vogler. He looks over at Derrick. He's like, boy, you speak for this mayor. And Derrick's like, indeed, I do. She she asked me specifically. And he turns to look at Bakaris like, fuck you with his eyes. Uh, she asked me specifically to speak for our town and its safety. Like, All right, I, I, Spencer then politely ducks out of the door and is like, "That's a good lad." As, as and as I say that, I give him a, I give him a fucking bardic inspiration. Ah, uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, oh, so I, I was gonna say before he walks in, um, I, I would want to put a hand on his on Dorvik's shoulder Derek? and be like, "You have the power," or Derek's uh, <laughs> shoulder. You have the power, and give him a little bit of guidance. Mm, okay, give them both, I guess. He gets a little, uh, little buff as he's walking into the room. Uh, Steve closes the door. It's like, please give them time to speak. That is fine. Let them discuss. That's fine. Spencer sits down on the bench. Um. Usually, um, when a squire is brought up for knighthood it's a whole thing they're usually brought before a, a council of knights 
and uh, she, he, uh, Dara would usually be approved by Lady Becklin, where she's still here. Um, at least for myself, I was brought back to Salanthus with a couple others when I was knighted. I'm not sure about uh, doing so without other knights here. I wanted to speak with you, see if, if you're in agreement. I'd like to send a letter or some, a message back to Salanthus asking for the right to... Uh, to possibly knight Derrett here. Uh, Absolutely. It goes goes against tradition, but I believe believe a battlefield promotion might be in in order. Well, do not worry. I have already taken care of that for you. I have already knighted him. It's fine. <laughs> as funny and, and humorous as that is, Spencer. And Spencer just goes back to writing cannot, his book. You cannot knight another another. Well, squire. I did it. At- Technically, it may have been done through me. I was the instrument, not the originator. The originator would have been Miss Beckland, but Miss Beckland. I was just simply a tool of her will. Miss Beckland herself, Sir Beckland herself, cannot knight on her own. That is the point I'm making here. I'm assuming she can. She cannot. It does not seem all. You put some armor on. You say a few flowery words. I'm sure it's fine. Regardless of Spencer's fantasies as he looks at as Xander looks at the novel that he's currently writing um and if they still grant... have to follow a code yeah Even still we have to do a formality if uh, if they give us the the okay would you be present for uh I would like us both to uh, to officially knight him it would be my honor brother Callum we would uh you are not a knight yourself, but as a fellow follower of Kirijileth, we would appreciate you being there as well. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> All right. Well, oh. Calm's a little spaced out. Um, Spencer quietly uh, leans over to Steve. And he's like, what is the, uh, the going timeline for incoming and outgoing mail these days? Like two weeks, three weeks over to the, the Western cities? Better part of a month, I'm assuming? I don't, I don't send any mail. That's a shame. I'm sorry. I know it seems archaic, but we have to do it this way. Otherwise, his knighthood will never be recognized. That is fine. If you will wish to stay here for the next couple of months to while you wait for word back, you are, that is your prerogative. Yeah, you know, there's there's legitimately like a whole ceremony to in, yeah. in, indoctrinating someone into the knighthood. Yeah. But uh, Spencer's got some weight with what he's saying as well. You can like field knight somebody they're just yeah they won't be completely recognized they'll be easier to get the proper ceremonies done because mm. they're already been recognized by other knights okay. as being like legitimately worthy uh so you can make him a knight he won't yeah. be recognized as a knight technically you know, yeah. but you could send off the paperwork you know you can get shit going yeah so that I, I, it's not to completely disregard spencer yes in in like real world yeah, yes, yeah, another yeah. night there's can just... night a night, but in Kryn, there's like a whole fucking thing about it. Yeah, like he could he so... could be a knight, but he won't have like that. He won't have an order yet. He won't have any of that other more in detail doctrinated stuff that goes along with it. But he will essentially be a knight. Okay, as being made a knight by a knight of Salamnia. Mm-hmm. Like both of you guys together have that, you know, ability. Like Jamie okay. Lannister on Brienne. Like we can yeah. do it. It's just uh, there's little formalities that you know underlie are part of the honor that goes along with it as well as being like mm-hmm. an indoctrinated knight of the Order of the Blur. 
Well, uh, he could still it, be a knight in in. The box that kept his armor also had a, a letter of commendation from Becklin, did it not? It had a lot of stuff. That's a good yeah. point. Well, what did it have in it? Let me go back to Dar Darrett would know because Darrett took it all. Right. <laughs> Pardon gift. Uh... <clears throat> After Spencer tried the armor on and then put it back in the box, he didn't really touch anything else in there. I think admired himself in a mirror for a minute and was like, I look like, quite good at this. I don't, yeah, if that's a case, if that's a case, I don't need to like necessarily wait for a response. I'll send oh. that letter with a, you know, a recommendation and then they can, I'll, and I'll knight him here, but uh, anything official will just happen when they get everything. I just want to make sure we have all the all the paperwork in order, right? Spencer thinks this is all convoluted and silly. As he's, yeah, just, it is. As he's just waiting for this meeting to be over so he can go get breakfast. <laughs> Yep. It's like you put on some armor, you, you say swear some oaths. <laughs> you do some things. If only uh, it was that simple. Off the <laughs> looking back up top of my head, I don't remember if there was anything that went along with Derrett's armor. I remember if there was a note from Becklin or anything like that. Uh, and it was like emblazoned with like kingfishers because it's a symbol of the Knights of Salomni mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, but Clean. if you put in like if you put in like your letter that you you have you know he has armor already passed down from a knight of salamni as well it's just it's better on the resume kind of thing right okay then yes i i have no issue formally knighting him and, and doing the full ceremony uh does anyone else have anything they want to do before you know, the story progresses as just kind of chilling outside this chamber well, Steve. I mean, did did we get the idea that this was going to take a few minutes, or did it seem like this is going to be several hours? You never know with politicians. I asked Steve, is like, is this the type of, are they a very uh, uh, quick council? Are they efficient at getting things done? Or is this the type of thing where we are crazy for waiting here and we should just go about our day and come back? Oh no, they're usually they're usually really good with their stuff. They run a, a tight ship here in Castle Calaman. I suppose <laughs> we are waiting then. Uh, probably it's probably about thirty to forty-five ish minutes, give or take, before. Oh, um, uh, sorry, after it's, it's thirty minutes after half an hour, uh, the meeting adjourns. Uh, read the following text: The chamber doors open and most of the council members file past you without a glance. Uh, the only ones left in the room are the marshal, who beckons you forward from the door, and the governor and Lord Bacarus. Fuck, of course. And I'm guessing Sir Derrett? And Sir Derrett, yes. Let me uh, move these guys down here so it's easier. Rombe sitting in the chair. The group. Yeah. GM layer. They all file out. Spencer, actually, no, Spencer won't sit next to Bacaris. He'll wait. He'll let one of the big, terrifying looking armored people sit next to Bacaris. I look to Spencer. Well, he, he stands behind his chair waiting until he has permission to sit down. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I look to, to Spencer and I just give him the look going, like the, the, the nodding of the head going, you just say the word. Mm -hmm. You see, Steve closed the door behind you and, uh, the marshals like gestures you please sit thank you she sits as well the governor stands up 
Um, in a decisive tone, Governor Kaloff Miet says, The citizens of Calaman are prepared to offer your people shelter in the neighborhoods outside the city walls. There are... It's a, it's a thriving community there. There is just simply no room inside. The city outside the walls is just as well protected as those inside. Oh, your yeah, people yeah. will be... Inside check. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Your people will be well cared for. There's just... Uh, it's hanging it's, off it's just simply a matter of logistics. There's no, There's no room, unfortunately. But we will give you the same protection of our soldiers while we can spare them and all the food and water and care that your people could need. It is a horrible thing that your people have gone through. And he folds his hands and he looks his eyes directly across the table at Derrett and Derrett looks uncomfortable. He looks then across to Callum, Harambe, each of the party members in turn uh, at the table and he says there is a condition though I'm afraid oh yes we we of the council are concerned by the threat posed by this enemy that attacked Vogler we have woeful little information about this foe and any scouts we sent to learn anything have disappeared you have faced this foe, saved an entire village from it. In return for Calaman protecting the people of Vogler, Calaman's leaders want the, you, and he points over at Derret, and you to report to Marshal Vendry as special operatives of the Calaman military. <laughs> I see no issue with this. If you are agreeable, you will be in the employ under me. More specifically, I, under Marshal Vendry here. I, I ask him, if the worst were to, were to happen and this horrible host were to march upon the great city of Calaman, would these people outside the walls be invited in for safety inside your mighty impregnable walls? Without question. It's just a matter of logistics. There aren't enough houses and domiciles inside the city. They are still citizens of Calaman. We count them as such and protect them as such. Your people would be the same. Yeah, Harambe honorable. a slight tap on the table, and I just look at the the mayor really sternly, and I just go, as long as every Vogler enters the city and will have the same rights as every citizen of Calaman, I will gladly serve. Well, we can afford it. They, your people will eat no differently than our own. And should what war, if... Should war come, they will be protected as our own people. And what of Lord Bakaris here? Shouldn't he be with his people? Hmm. Outside the wall? Yes. Not opposed. And Bakaris likes to... <laughs> his mustache bristles with the indignation of it. If he does wish to be a representative and uh, if he's such a man of his people, I I dare say he would do best to live amongst them and uh, help transition them to this new life outside the walls. He bristles. Yes, he's like, he we, be... have the, we have the means. We don't need 
we, we can put up a room somewhere, my son and I. I fear we will be needed more close to the castle for our guidance. He, I'm sure the castle can come find you if they're of you. the people. Go Governor, I do have one request for this. There are some people out there that are on the weaker side of things. Some that are older that will not make it through those walls if an army comes marching. I ask that you find the room for those people and at least let them stay within the walls in case something does come. There should be enough space for a few inside the walls. He's like, he's like how many is a few? That's something we wouldn't know. Like, uh, off the top of my head. Like, like, like 30 or 50 people? We're I've, talking 200 people? Couldn't be there, more than fifty. There might be somewhere between fifty to hundred people at least that would be in need of he looks protection. Over at the marshal and he's like, "Can we can we do that?" And, and the marshal, uh, someone give me uh, Callum, give me a persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> Not very good. Uh, <laughs> advantage. That was with oh, advantage. That is with advantage. Uh, it was with advantage? Yeah, I rolled a six <laughs> and a seven. Oh. So, Lord Bakaris is, uh, he's like, uh, these, these people, they're hearty. I think they can do just as well outside the walls as if they could inside. Haramda uh, you as well, then, big sir? echo and goes, okay, what about at least can, can kids words. come in? I, I turned to the guy and asked him, "Is like, well, if 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 they can survive outside the walls as well, I I would argue that our large friend here should be with them as well." And can I make a persuasion check on that for them to force Bakaris back outside? Sure. Oh, if only six. Oh, uh, if, if only. So he's like, no, I have I have the means that I could put myself up with my son. Then you should share the city. those means with your people. Why did he become the wealth? <laughs> the marshal's like, yes, if you if you have the means to help your people, why you are honor bound to do so. And Bakaris like bristles. He's like, this is this is a. And he sees he's kind of caught. And he's just like, uh, 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 fine. Go be a speaker of the people. They need you, Dad. Yes, we them. will. We will reside outside the city walls with the people of the fish folk of Vogler. And he looks defeated. I smile and nod at the marshal. There's like a small like, like, like nod at the marshal. I know I, I roll pretty low, but the governor give in to any of those more injured or uh, older people at all? Uh, I didn't really get answered. Counter it, the governor rolled a seven. Uh, so the governor's like, well, if it is only like you're some old and infirm and... Only the worst of the worst. Brutally maimed, I'm sure... He looks at the marshal, I'm sure we can make room? And the marshal like rolls her eyes like, oh, oh, yes, I'm sure we can make do with some inside the walls only the worst and once they're better they unfortunately have to go back outside with everyone else just do logistics the logistics of 50 extra people in the city it's just it's a lot governor i i understand the logistics for long term however there is an army marching this way 
And Some should they, have to be made. We are very well defended. If we should see an army on the march, everyone will be pulled inside. Of that, I assure you. Yes, and that is all we're asking. The people we know wouldn't make it. Once they are better and this crisis has passed, by all means, do as you see fit. It is yours. Good, good. good. Just heed this warning. <clears throat> there was no alert. When this army comes, they will catch you by surprise. We have, we have scouts outside the city and guards. And they are probably ramparts. dead. Uh, if it's to go by what's been currently happening elsewhere, it unfortunately it pains me to say it wouldn't be surprising me. Uh, yes, if I understand, it may be, uh, it may be harsh of me and brash and quick to ask of you to serve with Calaman, but should you do so, there are perks. <laughs> you will be paid five gold a week. You can uh, you can pick it up. Uh, you will also receive free lodging within the castle of Calaman. Uh, anyone who swears their allegiance to the military will also be given. Uh, and Marshal Vendry produces uh, a small palm-sized emblem with a blue and gold symbol, uh, the blue blue and gold like checkered symbol on it that represents the the mark of Calaman. Uh, you will have uh, a rank akin to a lieutenancy throughout the the military of Calaman. Your word will carry some weight, but uh, you know that's good. Gotta... I can speak and write many words. <laughs> <laughs> so good, it's good. It sounds like we are in accords. Yes. We will. We will uh, house, protect, feed. Your people, you will help us when the time comes. Uh, I feel you should get a you should get a sense of the city and the castle itself. Get a grip of what what we are, what we have within the city as well. And then uh, maybe in a day's time or so, report back to me. I will have something for you to do. This is a lot. Yeah, this is a lot. This is a lot to take in. Uh, we must formulate plans. We must have more information. Uh, when the time comes, you, and she points at Derrett, and you, representative of Vogler, uh, will be called upon. I hope this is, uh, this is something we can all agree on and move forward with. And the governor stands, and then the marshal, mm. you know, kind of it's it's you get the feeling the meeting is over yeah spencer stands up when they stand up yes yeah. uh the governor says we will marshal uh forces to deliver food and aid it will take probably a couple of hours but uh aid will be delivered immediately to your people we will start housing them outside the city and giving them all the food and medical aid they may need in the meantime, your quarters are downstairs, should you need them. Uh, I hope you acquaint yourself with the city, and we will see you soon. Xander, thank you. Uh, Xander bows, I'm guessing some of the other parties would as well. We thank you for your generous hospitality, and we will, we will do our best to repay it. Governor does a quaint, like, little head nod bow, which basically, you know, also says, like, thank you, and symbolizes the end of the meeting. He turns to kind of look at the marshal 
and they seem to just kind of be waiting for everyone to leave. Yep. Yeah. Politely get up, leave, mm-hmm. walk out the door. I, I tell Darren as we leave, he's like, perhaps you should run back down to down to the shore and let the people know that the help is on help. the way. Yeah, help is coming soon. Help is on the way, dear. I think you should come with me. I think you should. we should deliver this message together. The mayor will want to hear it. Not only from my lips, but you are saviors of the city. I think your Very voice well. carries a significant amount of weight. It will be good for the people. I agree with this. Spencer's fucking listening to his stomach grumbling. <laughs> I'm sure that we can stop the food on the way. I, I look at the mayor and... Thank you. Thank you, mayor. Thank Governor. you for everything. Governor. Governor. <laughs> Governor. <laughs> Thank you, Governor. Thank you for everything that you have provided. Do they make Bacaris leave, yeah. too? Leaves. Uh, he stays. He stays seated the whole time. God, I really oh, want to murder him so badly. Yeah, but this is an age of nobles. This. Yep. The only Money reason talks. we're able, the only reason we're able to even treat him as such, is because he's from a fucking known like. So yeah, you guys, village. as you guys walk out, you see him like reach across the table, grabbing like a a pitcher of wine and refilling his glass. With a big smile on his face as you're leaving. As we're as the door is closing, I, I sort of turn back and look at him. He's like, do not worry, little Bacars. We will make sure your son comes with us back safe down to the, the down to the shore. He and pales. I, and, I close, it... and I close the close the door. You the last thing you see is his mustache bristling. <laughs> uh so you going back to the uh encampment? Yeah, awesome. I guess. Yeah. With Picaris yep. Jr. Oh, it takes all seven of us to be like, hey, they're coming. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, back down. I mean, if you, I mean, you want, do we want to split the party? I, I think I, I, I can, uh, I mean, I can persuasion check this boy on his way. That's fine. But I mean, I mean, we just meet up at the, where, where was it, Sinclair, that you, you, Steady all you can eat? Oh, okay. Well, well, let's meet there. Me and Sir Xander will escort Derek, let the people know, and, Anyone else who wants to join us can join us. Otherwise, yeah. go with Sinclair to and get some end. grub. Yeah. Yes. It's, I'll, it's I'll been go some back. Time to since village. I've been to Calaman, so it'd be good to uh, refamiliarize myself with what few places I know. I don't. I don't see at this point a problem splitting the party. I feel like most of yeah. the time it's pretty dangerous, but this time doesn't feel too bad. Spencer doesn't want to walk two miles yeah. back up the fucking road to relay a message. And then walk yeah, two no. miles back. <laughs> Doraville doesn't enough. really want He slept to do on that a either. boat. He's had enough for the ne- for the evening. No, Crowland could definitely use a good meal after all the adventure from last night. All right, uh, so Harambe and I will head back with Derek and and Callum. Uh, and Cal- oh and yeah, Callum. Callum. I said I said I'd come. I said I'd come. Hey, and yeah. yeah, we will meet the rest of you. Go uh, go get some grub. Save us it's a pineal. I think I can be useful uh, to the people. Yeah, so those who, uh, the two paladins and the cleric, uh, head out with Derret back towards the uh, quote-unquote settlement of the people of Vogler. Uh, as you're making your way, you know, kind of into 
the settlement itself, you see uh, that one militia member who survived your encounter when you first saw it, the two of them pinned <clears throat> by all those draconians when we started the oh, session. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he approaches the three of you and Derek. He says, it's, it's you. It's you. It's really you. Thank you so much. It's because of you that I live and breathe today. Here, please, you must take this. And he thrusts two potions of healing into your hands. Oh! Ooh. I, f- I, f- I feel they'd be more, more useful in your hands than they would in mine. And he like, gives like a deep, like, to the waist bow. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Stay no, alive, no worries. Thank you, yes. Um, I have one potion on me. Uh, Talon, do you have a potion? I do, yeah. Okay, so Xander, you do not, right? I do not know. All right, As so he you escorted take one, us out, Spencer's ass. And, uh, hmm. Callan, do you want me to have Directions to, to the steady it? beacon, my friend. I'm good either Point way. Point us in the right direction. <laughs> uh, yeah, you would know where it is. Well, I mean, oh. maybe not so much from the castle, though, because he's probably never been to the castle before. I'll take uh, that one if you want. You okay. can distribute them to the other rest of the party as well. As well. For now, uh, I'll just so, yeah, the now. steady The steady beacon... Yeah. Yeah, I'll to the hold on to that extra. southeast uh, of the uh, of the castle. BC and you, Steve. He says, "Good words. Good luck to you, sir. Is is terrible what you what you have brought upon us. Yeah. But uh, do not shoot the messenger, my friend. No, yeah. that's 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 true. It's just unfortunate." We we just want you to have as much warning as humanly it sounds weird, but okay. coming from an elf. <laughs> I, I know, right? I was, I was like, yeah. So yes, okay. we thank you for it all the shame. Uh, so you guys, yeah, you guys, he'll if you don't know, he'll lead you through the castle if you need to. Yeah, Back I, to I would the assume door. he he leads like all seven of us out. To like yeah. the, the road yeah. before we split up because we'd all be going out the same. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys can make your way to the steady beacon. Uh, uh, Harambe, Sir Xander, and Callum make their way back to the encampment uh, as well as getting uh, gifted a couple of oh, healing shit. potions along the way. You make your way back to the mayor with Derek and he kind of, you know, relays. What what happened? Uh, How's she, she looking? She's still like extremely weak. Uh, she, she's like in. Like, imagine she's like lying on the ground with like blankets tucked all around her, where like just her head is exposed. Mm. Uh, she's like, yes, I will, I will do all I can as well. As soon as I'm better, I will, I will enlist, and help. Please. Derek's like, Mayor, please, you must, you must take your. Like, Stop. While we, while Vogler is no more, I am not a mayor. I am just Raven. That's so Raven. That's so Aww. Raven. God damn, you're such a cunt. God. I was gonna say it. I was yeah. gonna say it. Inspiration. I was gonna say he has to get. I was waiting to say it. I thought of that this afternoon, and I was like, Who so smart and clever? Such a cunt. Uh, <laughs> uh, three inspirations I can <laughs> oh, no, I, I used the old the, the yep. two that I had. Something t- when something tickles me, it tickles me, and I get it. Uh, so oh, the three of you uh, can see 
that there are looks to be like there are still people in need. So if you wanted <laughs> to uh, help out in the meantime, yes. you could yes. um, you could use any sort of tool you have proficiency in, maybe to help out with anything you think could be relevant. Uh, you could also make medicine checks to try and help. Uh, you know, injured people or anything like that it's, while you wait. Yeah, I, I I don't have any tool that can really. I don't have any tool, help. but I can do medicine check. Yeah, Ooh, same here. Medicine checks. I have a dice set. <laughs> the dice. I have dice. <laughs> you help with their need for gambling. Yeah, I'll just medicine. Damn. Them. Oh, of course the cleric has fucking better medicine. Right. I have a plus three, so does Harambe. I yeah. mean. So three of you get to work, you know, helping people out, bandaging, wrapping, splinting some broken wound, broken bones. I did more the bedpans, uh, it seems. Yeah, Harambe's Maybe cleaned I up piss and shit. The <laughs> urge uh, to fling them is strong. Yeah, you. <laughs> okay, come on, that's a mix. <laughs> Comes oh very natural to me. <laughs> yeah, flinging poop. <clears throat> <laughs> The three of you can help out uh, after about an hour, hour and a half, give or take. You see that uh, several wagons and a contingent of soldiers from Calamath, the city, uh, make their way to the camp. And they start spreading out, distributing food, blankets, uh, also providing wagons to transport people from the makeshift camp to this uh, uh if outer I see walls. on the map here, the outer city walls outside. here. Yeah, the city outside. I say ramshackle buildings. It's just like they're just like a little shoddy looking, but they're extremely sturdy, well built. It's it's just like the village outside of a main city. It's just not as nice it's as the, the main city. city itself. It's the outer city. It's just Inside not as nice. the lower and upper cities. Yeah. It's the Vavilla. Uh, so as help seems to be have arrived to the uh, to the people of Vogler. Uh, what do the three of you do? Do you rejoin your party within the city? Yeah, after we make sure everyone's in good health. Yeah. Well, I'd kind of like to do something first. Sure. Oh, what's that, Sir Xander? Are we, uh, do we make our way closer to a, can we make our way with Derek to Raven? Or wherever she's currently being, sure. currently resting? If you want. Can I get a roll of how good the all-you-can-eat breakfast special is? <laughs> uh, roll... Let's roll a d20. Oh, no. Be a crit one. That'd be amazing. You roll on it, or am I rolling? You roll it. Oh, okay. No, you see. roll it. No, you roll it. You roll it. Whoa. Oh, yeah, it's not as good as it used yeah, to be. Yeah, it's not as good as it used to be. <laughs> yeah, the eggs, after hearing what uh, Steve said, the eggs, you can tell they're a little rubbery. They're powdered. It's yeah, oh. it's, it's definitely not real egg. <laughs> oh, you you think this could be tofu bacon? Oh, it could not be real bacon. It's no, it's, it's turkey bacon. bacon. Yeah, it's, yeah. Say it's not pig. It's not pig. Dor <laughs> yeah, Dorville's like mm, a warm meal is a warm Dor meal at least. Yep. Dorville's. It's like mm, this is so good. It's just it's amazing. <laughs> the elf likes it. Yeah. Uh, the elf druid. Yeah. yeah it is it be, is better than uh, MREs. Could be horse. Could be Could be old beef. You never know. Horse jerk. Just just a little oh. little little worse quality, unfortunately. 
Harambe Sir Xander. And uh, you want me to call you Sir Harambe? You are a knight. Harambe the Brave. Harambe the Brave. Okay. Uh, I, will, I will not discredit you after, no matter what else the man is, he's still a knight. You're welcome, Alex. Yeah. There we uh, go. Thank you. Stannis the Manus. Uh, Sarambe. Call him Sarambe. Sarambe. Sarambe the Brave. Sir Xander and Callum can make your way back to the Steady Beacon, where uh, Spencer told you was a good place to meet up. Oh, uh, uh, we, we wanted to do the knighting there with Raven as a witness. Oh, okay. Whatever works. Just, yeah. So uh, uh, I guess we've already we missed back. the breakfast special, so it doesn't. That is true. <laughs> it's true. This it's is unfortunately like, this on... is two, three hours later by the time it's they walk the all the way back there. It's the brunch and... menu. No, please. I was, uh, I, my mic, my headphone cuts, my headset cuts out if I'm standing in the bathroom. If I like lean back while I pee, I can hear part of it. Just stick your head out the door while you pee. Right? Yeah. So, um, thank you. We'll, we'll make sure Raven is comfortable that her eyes are at least yeah. open so she can witness. Uh, yes, yes. Raven, I just, I, I don't need to bug you. I just want open. you. Like, I just need orange. you. To, I just need you to witness what happens next. Is that okay? Uh, to stand as witness. Yeah. Yes. Please, no just worries. Raven, not Mayor. I'm, understood. Derek, step forward. Yes. Parame gets a position in the honorable position, watching uh, Sir Xander. Neil. Excuse me? He said Derek? Neil. <laughs> Neil. Oh, no! <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> so Xander got on his, uh, his priest robes. What the fuck? <laughs> Not where I thought I was going, but sure. Oh, no! You're welcome. That <laughs> <laughs> was perfectly timed. What? What do you what do you mean, Susanna? Uh, this would have been um, done, this should have, have been done by Lady Beckland, but I ask you now, Derek. Yes. To join us, Neil. Just do it proper. One, one knee. One knee. If... He's very confused looking, but uh you see like his eyes suddenly widen and he takes a knee and bows his head. I unsheath my sword. Tap one side of his shoulder. I tap the other. I say, "Be strong and brave. Defend those who cannot defend themselves. Bring honor to your mentor, to your home, and to yourself." Sir Derrett, I name I name you, Knight. I raise you. Stand, a Knight of Salamnia. Yeah. Stands, and he puffs his chest out big. No. And then Spencer rubs a fish pie on it. <laughs> Spencer somehow dimension. Spencer is miles away. Spencer teleports, <laughs> rubs a fish pie. He's enjoying his breakfast, enjoying his. He rises. Ale. He rises. He puffs his, his chest out as much as possible. He says, "I will not fail." Good man. I will do what is necessary when the time comes. And he like daps his chest with his fist <laughs> and then quickly bows. Thank you, Susanda. I will not disappoint. 
and you see like one tear cascading down his cheek and he lets it fall proud standing tall um, sir Zaret, this sir sir Derrett, uh this is more ceremonial and while it is carries a term of officialness it will not be totally official until other knights recognize it i'm sure uh lady becklin must have told you about the uh the ceremony that is generally involved in this multiple knights gathered together a council held so and unfortunately i cannot prescribe you to an order but i will send the appropriate papers to salanthus or at least send a message so you are you are a knight but any recognition you get will be dependent on your actions so he gets all proud. he steps forward gets uncomfortably close puts a finger on your lips and he's like, Shh. Uh. <laughs> the rest is just pure politics. I thank you, Susanda. Take your inspiration. And be still. He's not an order of the crown, the rose. He's, he's a, a knight. He's he is a, he's knight. a knight of snow. He's a bastard. So he stands right? tall. He's uh, a bastard knight. <laughs> yeah. He's a snow. <laughs> Very well said. Very well said. Yeah. Uh, now you guys make your way back yeah. to the steady beacon with Darren Toe. He's walking like big dick swinging chest out, like <laughs> very proud. It's as if he had like a giant first place badge on his chest. Like he's that like high on himself right now. Rightfully so. Uh, yeah. So you make your way back to the steady beacon. You can reconvene uh, with the rest of your party. Yes. Uh, it seems like you have some time. See what? the party? Would you like? Sit up and try to uh, start to drink. As, as the rest of them get there, we, we all like are standing up and getting out. It's like, ah, oh, perfect. You, you arrived just in time. We had just settled up our bill, and it's off to see the rest of the town. <laughs> oh, sweet. Very well. Um, I want to. I want to ale to go at least. And I asked <laughs> for the bartender. Go. <laughs> well, hold on. I would on. imagine I, it's what, like three hours later at this point. Yeah, it's uh, been a couple hours. Yeah. I so, I quickly yeah. asked the barmaid, give me a give me a pint. Give it you to sure? me. Yep, yep. Sure. I will just chug it one sip without pay, without haste. Drop it. Be like, let's go to the town. He applauds yep. your. Your thirst is like, that's what I like to see. Uh, so yeah, the town, the, the town, the city of Calaman uh, lies before you. You have a little bit of time ahead of you before you will be called upon to uh, report for duty. You can also collect, if you wish, your, uh, you could have collected on your way out of the castle, your five gold a week payment for being uh, conscripted to the military of Calaman. Can we you, you, was, was the was is the conscription mandatory? Nope. Uh, as long as at least one of you. Uh, Spen Spencer is, is not going to take the. He's not going to take the conscription. Okay. Neither would Callum. Okay. Yeah, Krellin has spent his entire yeah. life, uh, in, almost um, indentured, 
in mm. an encampment, and this is his first time to be out and seeing the world and being free, so uh, yeah, Krellin would also turn it down. Spencer Krell? is more than willing to, to help out and, and all that, but he, yeah, he's not going to be put into service. Yeah, as he's long just as... Uh, he is just a humble writer. Yep. As long mm -hmm. as one of the party uh, is willing to be conscripted, uh, the council is happy for. The council's That's what we have the paladins for. Uh, yeah. Those will also be the only ones who are paid. Uh, yep. Five gold a week. Spencer still has a fucking Scrooge McDuck-sized money bag of 500 gold flung over one shoulder. That's a hundred weeks of payment right there. I look I look to Sir Xander and I go, we'll both do it. Because if something goes wrong, we'll at least be in it together. Mm. Nothing said it had to be permanent either. But we are knights. Assuming the city is still standing in a week. Because they're best That's... friends. Dor Dorville looks <laughs> over everything. Look here! Like... You don't get in the way of our bromance, you hush! Bromance! <laughs> Sorry, Jim, go ahead. <clears throat> uh, Dorville would look over everything and he's like, I'm a person of nature. I can't be tied down this no I, this this does not work for me okay. five gold would be nice so it's just the plans <laughs> and Darren, i'm assuming and, or Darren for sure Darren is like yes yeah, yeah, i'm in yeah this I'm is in. what knights do so they are can we... strip themselves is fine <laughs> are we officially a party called the friends of Darren? <laughs> We're the friends of Derek. Uh, <laughs> hello, friends of Derek. Wait, does that does mean, mean that he's hello, friends? Does that mean he's staying with us? Or something like. Can we ask? Somebody gave a name earlier. I don't remember. I, I did the last session. I go because Spencer's got the, the high book the theme. We're kind of. I just think it's funny that we're just known as the friends of Derrett or the friends of Becklin. <laughs> we should yep. be known as the party of the bookmarks. It's great. Very fitting. <laughs> The book the ends. The book it's called the friends. Anybody can add their name to that. <laughs> friends uh, of. Yeah, the friends of. That's the name friends of the of. party. <laughs> uh, so the city of Calaman uh, basically lies before you. Uh, Calum, having you know, origin being from here, would have a a decent idea of the layout of the city. Uh, Spencer at least knows the tavern, <laughs> at the very least. Um, is there anything you want? And the market, to... probably some of the market areas, and I would know whatever the bookstore or whatnot is. Uh, yeah, it'd be in the market. Uh, so you see the city market uh, over here. Uh, Callum, you would know um, uh, where the forges are, hammer strike forges that make uh, weapons and armor. Um. You, uh, yeah, you, you are from Calaman. I am. Um, roll me a history check. Uh -huh. Just for S&G, for shits and giggles. Uh, not very good. Uh, in check. Uh, 14. <laughs> That's pretty good. Not bad. I was going to say DC 12. <coughs> uh, so yeah, you know, you know the city pretty well. You know that there is a, um... 
uh, an apothecary called Wyhan's Apothecary to the southwest kind of the city. Uh, you know Hammerstrike Forges, of course, the market, the Steady Beacon. Uh, you know far, far, far to the east in the city is a weird little shop called Meulara's Oddities, where they sell uh, weird little trinkets and all sorts of interesting stuff. Um, with a 14, uh, you know, the other gate, of course, is called the Warrior's Gate for shits and giggles. Uh, you know of the beacons out in the harbor, which, uh, you know, kind of shine really bright through the fog that comes through the bay. The beacons uh, are lit. The beacons are lit. They are ancient. You know, the, the walls and the beacons of Calaman have survived. For, I bit my tongue. Uh, I said survived and bit my tongue. Uh, survived for hundreds of years, even pre-cataclysm that they are from. Uh, so you are could potentially... The, are the lumps the statues? Uh, on the wall? I'm, I'm assuming so. Okay. It doesn't really... Uh, yeah, they're big statues of like warriors and whatnot surrounding the city. Uh, See, so if you, you, Callum, you, Callum, could lead the party through the city if you wanted to. I would, I would give them a general idea of what's around and mm -hmm. what they'd like to check out. I wouldn't mind visiting my old haunt. Uh, what was the name of it? And I begin looking through my notes for Luke to give me the name of the bookstore here in Calumet. <laughs> oh, it's called uh, Random Name Generator. Well, somebody didn't buy the extended merchant list off DM's Guild. Nope. Mm -hmm. Quick name. I, um, I looked it up. I was like, what's the name of the bookstore in Calaman? No. Nope. You have a name? No. Okay, good. And it's called uh, Dante Hull's Books. Dante Hall or Hull? Hull. Like a ship Hull. Okay. Thank you, random name generator. I wouldn't mind when we pass through the market area going by Dante Hull's books again, see if maybe I can arrange a, a book signing or something while we are here, make a little extra money on the side. Mm. Do, do my part as a traveling writer. Um, we were never informed about the uh, bribe money gold. What's the what? Are we? The, the what? Uh, Gregorius's uh, bribe Gr money? Gregorius's money? Gregonis? I mean, you guys were all there when I yeah, got back money. The right. Yeah. No, it's just like, no, that's yeah. right. Because, like, <laughs> it's just like the, the thing that, uh, like, earlier when he said he swung the big old Scrooge McDuck bag of gold over his shoulder. <laughs> Somebody's carrying it around. I just assumed that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> brain was like, wait. Because it's essentially part of you. Gold, but, did you uh, just yeah. link me to what he's talking about, Tiffany? Yep. <laughs> she just asks you. I look at my DMs, and there's a link to what you're talking about. The Merchants yeah, of Calaman. Yeah, there's a four dollar expansion for that. It gives you a whole bunch of merchants, I guess, for Calaman. I found when, a. When uh, I looked up Calaman merchants list, that's the thing that popped up, and I was like, four dollars. Four dollars. I found a uh, an adventure on DMs Guild that takes place. After this campaign, it's like the the sequel almost to this campaign. That makes sense. Like, People do that for like Ooh. every adventure. Yeah. Ooh, so I bought it. Nine dollars. 
there's a huge one for Mesro for uh, Tomb of Annihilation you can do before or after the tomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where are you going? I guess we can well, make our way to Marte. I, wanted, I wanted to go to Dante Hall's books, but the only other thing that the only other thing that Spencer's in, interested in is the Mayu Lara's oddities. Yes, that sounded interesting. Spencer yeah. likes odd things. That's why he's hanging around with this yeah. group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so long as Dorval doesn't get too close to Spencer. <laughs> I mean, technically, Spencer Spencer's in a major city. He could just be able to just go back on his back on tour and just like, carry on. Yeah. So you head east under fancy, uh, fancy oddity store. Yeah, Callum could tell you, you know, where to go and whatnot. Tells you about the store called Maylar's Oddities. Uh, it's a shop, uh, a small shop plied with trinkets. Its shopkeeper, Meluara, is a uh, a kender, a silver-haired woman with a bright smile. Uh, she seems to know every kender within the city. As you make your way uh, far to the east to get to her shop. Uh, well, kenders you... are like the halfling people. Basically, basically. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is one of the handouts I made today. It is. Uh... Oh, I'm not too far up. Uh, Maular's Oddies. Dota players. So to get around the fact of just making a map to populate with tokens, I just made handouts. Uh, yeah, small shop, plied with trinkets. Uh, its shopkeeper is a, a kender. And as you make your way into the shop, uh, it's empty, aside from her. You see all sorts of weird things throughout the room. And she looks up from her, like, a book she may be reading. And she says, oh, hello. What would, uh, welcome to Metal Oz Artities. Is there anything that catches your fancy? Something you're looking for? I suppose we're looking for oddities if we're in a place like this. Oh, well, you've come to the right place. I do not know what categorizes exactly an oddity. Maybe you could explain it for us a little further. Oh, anything out of the ordinary. Anything that is to ensnare the senses, to just be different from the normal. Everybody turns and looks at Dorval. (laughs) Yes. Well, what would you recommend? A thing or two about not being normal. Oh, well. perhaps you could show us a few of your your more uh, prized items around the store, so we have a better idea of it. He's looking around. She's like, "Uh, well, it depends, I guess, on what you're what you're interested in." We have uh uh, uh she's looking around the shop. So we have this interesting uh, uh 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 shield, and she picks up a shield, and it has the likeness of a face on it. It's like a frowning face. Uh, and she's like, ha It's an interesting shield, isn't it? It is very interesting, if not a little dour. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. And she she picks up, like, this, uh, this cloak. And this cloak seems to just billow in the wind. How is... Ever How is so another gently. way to say this? <laughs> <laughs> and she, she's, oh, no, no cloaks. And she runs over to a candle and she picks up this candle and it's lit. She's like, huh? Huh? How about this? She takes the candle 
and she turns it upside down on a tankard of ale in front of her and dips the candle into it and then pulls it out and it's still lit. She's like, huh? Ah, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> that is quite odd. Milara, oh. if 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 you don't mind, what is possibly your oddest oddity in your shop? That'd be you, Dorville. <laughs> Besides me, that guy's not wrong. That guy's not wrong. No elves come here. Elves are weird. As Kender, Kender, Kender are halflings, but they also have kind of like pointy ears, like an elf. It's weird. Well, I'm just um, tall. And she produces a uh, a spool of rope, and she throws it out, and it lands at like your feet, Dorval, and she cuts it right in front of her, and then she reaches out. Starts rolling it back in and like stretches it out and it's whole again. It's like, ah, oh, what do you think of that? Robo bending. Mm. And she reaches down, starts messing around behind the counter at her feet, and she walks out behind the counter wearing odd looking boots. <laughs> and as she does so, her footprints that she leaves on her dusty floor uh, don't look like human footprints. Instead, they look like deer footprints. And then she turns around and walks again, and they look like giant clawed bear footprints. She's like, ah, ah, boots of false tracks. Can't go wrong. <laughs> Essentially, she has a handful of common magic items that are just comically... They have some use. Yeah, in the right situation, they could have use. Robe of uh, yeah, the robe of mending is uh, as I relook it up. Um, you're like they're kind of interesting. Very distant. Yeah, he's yelling from the other side of the room. <laughs> Yeah, she has uh, a handful of common magic items available. The uh, boots I... of false tracks allow you to uh, basically disguise your own footprints to look like something else. Uh, candle of the deep, I think, is just a candle that can be submerged in water and still not go out. Spencer looks around to see if she has a tankard with a stern face sculpted onto the side of it. Mm, Similar to the shield. Uh, the, yeah. tankard, the tankard of sobriety. It's one of yeah. the, the, the oh, comedy. Give me a perception check. There's a, there's a handful because I, I've looked at this. Oh, I don't right see it anywhere. You don't see any tankers. Don't don't make me roll things that aren't in combat with my non-combat <laughs> fucking bard. Yep. <laughs> Damn. That I could see. I could see myself pulling bluffs and gambits pretty well with a tankard of that makes makes it so you don't get drunk no matter how much you drink. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Challenge someone to a drinking contest and just use your tankard. Yeah, so you see these uh, interesting boots that she has, uh, this candle. There's this weird stone that she picks up. 
and uh, she rubs it on the floor, her dirty, dirty floor. And as she rubs it on there, you see that the spot she rubbed is completely clean now. Ooh, <laughs> is it soap? <laughs> uh, she says, this this is called a cleansing stone. Uh, you can remove oh. dirt and grime from your garments, your person, anything around you. Everybody turns and looks at Dorval. <laughs> Do I see God, a small? Why do I see a small intricate key? Me. Does she have a funny looking key lying around? No, no, she doesn't have a five percent key. She doesn't have a mystery a key. She doesn't have a oh. mystery key. Why? Because I would actually use the thing. Uh, she pulls out a uh, a helmet, and it's a fearsome looking steel helmet, and she puts it on, and her eyes glow red. While she wears oh, it, she's like, oh. "Yes." She pulls it off. She's like, "Ha Just me." Dorval <laughs> takes a look around and sees if he can find a pipe that is in the shape of, or it, it looks like it has like a dragon kind of head on it, where the uh, smoke would come out. You hoping to get high? I mean, always, but perception checks. How much is that helmet that changes the eyes to red? What the hell is it? Basically, I'm looking for the pipe of smoke monsters. Uh, a couple things are gonna happen at the same time. Uh, she's gonna look over Harame, but like, huh, and go to give you an answer, and then see Dorville poking around. Uh, <laughs> At a pipe, that is a pipe of smoke monsters that I had prepared for this as well. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a pipe of smoke monsters. Uh, the helm, uh, she would ask for 30 gold for it. Uh, I she also her, I look, produced... Spencer goes and looks for orbs. If she's got any sort of crystalline looking orbs uh, she... I'm specifically looking for an orb of direction, but an orb of uh, she does time. not seem to have any orbs, seems to be something lacking from her weird supply of things. Uh, she instead produces a pouch and thrusts it towards Spencer as she sees him looking around specifically for maybe an orb. Uh, she says, Oh, oh, how about this? She holds a pouch out to you and she reaches into it and pulls out a pinch of a material and kind of spreads it across your nose and you can smell it cinnamon. Just, huh? Hubert's handy spouse pouch. Always good. Always good for a fix. You want to spice up that meal with salt, pepper, saffron, cilantro, cinnamon, nutmeg. <laughs> my little <laughs> nutmeg. I, I try not to do any of my own cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she and has, that comment, uh, Krellen will go, that, yeah, it's, it's, it's risky oh, to let wait, other people do, uh, cook fun. your food sometimes. You have anything that makes no no wow. jug of whatever. Yeah, you're really distant for whatever reason. Yeah, audio's uh, barely heard you. Restart. Restart Discord. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm, I have this. She reaches down under the counter and produces a staff. And it's got various uh, sprouts of 
flowers all over it. A flowering staff. Would she have an instrument of scribing? Uh, no. Uh, how about an instrument of illusions? Mm, oh, uh, yes, sure. I didn't even read what it did. I just asked. And uh, I rolled a d20 to determine whether uh, it happened. Uh, even while wrong. you're playing this musical instrument, you create harmless illusory visual effects within a five-foot radius sphere centered on the instrument. If you're a bard, it's 15 feet. Um... Uh, Spectral dancer, butterflies, gently falling snow, etc. They have no substance, no sound, and they're obviously illusory. So it's just uh, pyrotechnics for your musical act. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, she produces a, uh, uh, reaches down and produces a, uh, a wand. She's like, oh, how about this? How about this? And she waves it in the air. At uh, hold on, I have a thing for this. Where's my stream? I'm gonna roll the d6 to see who she waves it at. Uh, she waves it at Callum. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> uh, and I need you to give me a charisma saving throw. Ah oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That's really good. Damn. Uh, you feel. That your lips immediately, as she points this thing at you, want to, to want to turn upwards in a smile, but you're like, hmm, and you resist, and you're like, no, and frown instead. <laughs> you think that this, with the, resisting the effect that you think this is a wand of smiles. <laughs> Creatures who failed this saving throw can be forced to smile for one minute. <laughs> What a weird item. I can think of uses for it. Oh, Spencer, Spencer will ask. He's like, well, that is quite a nice cloak you have there billowing over in the corner. How much do you want for the cloak? Oh, yes. Let me roll a d100 to determine that. Um, she looks over at the extremely well-made cloak as I struggle to get my d100 out of its slot on my dice tray. <sighs> roll a two, please. Uh, yes, that please. would be about uh, 30 gold. It's like, well, very nice. It is a very nice cloak, but um, 30 gold does seem a little bit steep for something that only billows slightly. I'm, I'm usually more in the market for something that billows vigorously, if you know Ooh, what I mean. Vigorously. Uh, wow. I'm, I'm going to attempt to make a persuasion check to kind of drop. Ooh. It's like, perhaps 20 gold might be a little bit more in the ballpark. Of... Roll it. Oh, God, I cannot roll fucking. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna like respec into something else other than bard. <laughs> she's <laughs> frowning. She frowns at you a little bit. She's like, mm, twenty gold seems a bit low. I could do twenty six gold, maybe twenty five, and uh, consider it. Uh, I would consider it a, a twenty five and a signed copy of one of my books. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You are uh, Stephen King? Oh, wow. James Patterson. Yeah. Pierce Brown? And the name is Spencer St. Clair, my dear. Oh, apologies. Apologies. Uh, and you, you, wrote, uh, you wrote that... Um, just I've written, I've written like a good deal many things. I'm sure I've read something, and she goes to her bookshelf, and she's pulling out books, 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 books. Uh, Twilight? Was that you? 
No, I see that's some Rob, other just bit. starts laughing in the corner. <laughs> Dean Coots? <laughs> no, I see. I see. Yes, yes. I have. Uh, I don't have your book list open right now. She, thieves. The she can't, but thieves can. Thieves? No, that's not it. That's close I, enough. I, spill, I spilled something on the cover. Excuse me. See, okay, yeah, okay, that works. Twenty twenty-five gold. And then I subtract. I don't remember if me or Chris is keeping track of the. I got it. Okay, yeah. That's she one has five gold does off. It, does that uh, help? She it has any characteristics besides the fact that it changes the eyes to red? Uh, no, nope. these things don't. These things nope. don't really do anything. It just some looks... of them do useful things, but I'm sure Luke it has... just looks red. Your eyes Luke has probably red. removed all of the actual useful ones. Eh, Harambe looks it over yeah, and plays with just it. Just common it. items. But that's about well, it. These are, yeah, there are some useful common items, but... You know, she has... Uh, I rolled for this. She has boots oh, okay. of false tracks. Boots of false tracks, which allow you to, uh, you know, disguise yeah, your footprints to something else. Uh, candle of the Deep, which just allows you to keep it alight once it's submerged in water. A cleansing stone, cloak of billowing, dread helm... Keyword's handy spice pouch, pipe of smoke monsters, rope of mending, shield of expression, staff of flowers, and wand of smiles. That rope of mending is probably not a terrible idea. Yeah, the rope of mending allows you to uh, you use. You can cut, cut, cut a rope this, and put it back. Yeah, you can cut this fifty-foot rope in any number of smaller pieces and use an action to speak a command word, and they knit back together. Yeah. Useful. And then. Doraville is also going to go look for a metal bottle with a stopper that's attached by a little... Yeah, I just told you all the things she has. It says coffee. <laughs> I just told you all the things she has. Uh, she doesn't have the coffee item. Bottle, I saw that. Boundless like, coffee. You know, no coffee for you. Caffeine, <sighs> headaches. I was going to say, I don't think we don't want to see Doraville on caffeine. Eyes go Why big. Not? <laughs> Eyes go big. Alright. Dorville, Dorville's definitely looking at the smoke of or the pipe of I smoke. The pipe of smoke monsters will cost you twenty gold. That that seems alright to me. Looks around at where Spencer might have ran off to. Mm. Don't look for my help. She's I, it was already tough enough for, the, for me to get a, any kind of a deal on my item as it was. Yeah, it seems fine to me. My, I seem to have very little influence in this shop, unfortunately. But the cloak of billowing. Add so item. we cloak bought. Billowing. So we billowing. bought the the pipe for Dorville and the cloak for Spencer. That's it. Yep. Which be total so far. Of, if anybody else wants something, uh, forty-five gold, right? I just typed in the minus twenty. I'm like, oh yeah, I made a macro for this, so it actually adds a total for, at the top column for the gold uh, left over. Oh. I mean, That's you could beautiful. also just add it to your inventory in D Beyond, and it would also do that. No, 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 yeah, no. But, like, but, I've got a but, spreadsheet as to what went where um, and uh, what not, like what it was and where yeah. it came from. Yeah, deep deep D- beyond can't do that. That's that's some spreadsheet nerdgasm right there. <laughs> that's the way it's supposed to be. Yep. Where's AJ when you need him? Right? <laughs> Spreadsheets. 
could be started. Tiffany will start. <laughs> While everyone else is shopping, Spencer just tries on his cloak and on, in front of the mirror, billowing I don't it think dramatically. Like for Harambe, but I mean, I look at everything, kind of enjoying everybody's company, but nothing really catches my fancy. And of course, Dorville would be looking at the getting high pipe and the <laughs> getting high on caffeine uh, bottle. You're telling what, me what that else? the hippie he... druid is not is, wants to get high? That's unacceptable. I like this druid. <laughs> <laughs> Speaks to me. I mean, if I can't smoke them myself, <laughs> <laughs> my character may as well. <laughs> there uh, an so, Urstaz eye, so we can, in case one of us loses an eye, we can replace I it. I saw that, and I was like, ah. Carver Borgen sends his regards. Yep. <laughs> uh. So, is there anything else you want to do in the city? I want to go to Dante Hall's books, but yeah, I don't know if people. We don't really. I don't know if we. We don't really have enough money to afford things like armor or weapons or something like that. But I mean, we could nah. look if someone desperately need like, needs something. Yeah, the only thing I'm I'm waiting for is full plate, but that's gonna be a while. That'll be a fight between like four people. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a bard. I don't fucking I don't need for very much inside of town when it comes to shopping. But you can I'm make us like a lot of money so we can buy full plate armor to protect your book ass. It'll be great. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> well, it sounds like the the potentiality of shopping is uh upon us. I think it's a good point to uh end the session. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen here at the Polyhedral Pub. We are Coke as Harambe, Sean as Callum, Jimmy as Doveril, Chris as Krellen, Alex as Sir Xander, Kevin as Spencer St. Clair, Luke as our Dungeon Master, with special thanks to Tiffany for all of her behind-the-scenes help. Episodes of this podcast will come out weekly, but you can also catch us every other Saturday recording our sessions live over on Twitch. Broadcasted by Luke at Repercussions, double underscore, Kevin at Zepic, and Coke at Cokesure 3. Links will be in the episode description. As always, a big thank you to Sirenscape for all the background music and audio you've been hearing. Sirenscape.com, because epic games need epic sound. Until next time.